Welcome to the Sarah and T Podcast. I'm Sarah Bradford. And I'm Tim Cafferty. I own Outer Banks Blue and Sandbridge Blue, managing over 400 vacation rentals at the beach. And I used to own Winter Park Lodging Company and Steamboat Lodging Company, managing over 150 vacation rentals in Colorado. But now I just fill my time with pickleball and podcasting. Yeah, yeah, but you know more about this business than most people ever learn, so you're still stuck with me. So for the next 30 minutes or so, we invite you to join us as we dig into topics, tips, and advice from our long history in this crazy business. And we're going to have some fun while we do it. We're back and better than ever. I'm Tim. And I'm Sarah. And today, Tim, we're going to talk all about you. Just kidding. (laughs) Last time was all about me. This time is about something Tim did and has a lot to share with us. So this is about the Expedia conference he went to. A couple episodes ago, we covered all the takeaways and that we got from attending spring professional development conferences for VRMs. So we went, I went to the NWVRP, as I like to call it, in Oregon. And Tim went to the VRMA in Chicago. But today we're bringing you a bonus. So right after the conferences we attended, Tim and I heard from Expedia about a conference they wanted us to attend as members of the press. How about that? (gasps) We're official. I never thought it'd be called being part of the press, but that's right. We're moving up in the world and you guys have elevated us to the status of reporters. So it turns out I had a conflict. Imagine that kind of explained what was going on with me past couple months. So I couldn't go, but Tim was able to attend the Expedia Brands Explore 22 conference in Las Vegas, Nevada. Sarah, I've been to a lot of conferences. I have never been to anything like this. First of all, to be considered a member of the media and to have the ability to interact with real reporters who cover the travel industry literally from all over the world. So I made new friends that you're not going to steal, by the way. <laughs> well, from, I, I'll go next year. Yes, that they'll all be following you. So I made friends from Canada, Mexico, Switzerland, Japan, Australia, Italy, and Seattle. <laughs> wow. It was really interesting for me to be grouped with these folks who were there to see what interested them and then to have the ability to sit in on press conferences with top executives of Expedia Brands It was just really something. Was it like those presidential interviews? Was it like, Mr. President, Mr. Jeff Hurst, Jeff Hurst, I have a question. I have a question. Like, were they clamoring to ask questions? There were no dead spots. And we had these tent cards with our name and our affiliation on there. And there was someone conducting the press conference. Okay, we have a question from the Swiss travel reporter in the corner. Go ahead. Did you... Did you ever ask a question in that setting? Of course I did. You did? Of course I did. Cool. Well, we're going to hear a little bit about what people said. Tim had a handy dandy recorder, so we'll get to that in a minute. But our listeners know VRBO, right? You guys all know Verbo. And most of you know that's one of the Expedia brands. There's also Expedia and Expedia Cruises, but you guys may not know or remember that Expedia also has in their family they have like hotels.com, orbits.com, ebookers.com, hotwire. I'm sure all of you have heard, uh, travelocity.com. And 
vacation rentals is just really, I hate to burst everyone's bubble, but it's a small part of their overall reach at this point. Now, Tim will talk about how it became a bigger part this year than ever, but it was a gathering of all those people that represent those brands and their main partners. So you saw airline executives apparently there, Tim. I sure did. Um, tell them we need better food. And then rental car companies and cruise lines, hotel people. I mean, a whole nother world out there. There must have been a lot of people. Yes, Sarah. There were th- more than 3,000 people there. And for the first time ever, Expedia Brands invited vacation rental managers to attend. Remember, they always had a vacation rental conference before. Remember going to that? Mm -hmm. I never did go. Okay. Well, it was fun. (laughs) But there were probably about 200 vacation rental folks there. So you can imagine how interesting it was for all of us, for instance, to sit in on those breakout sessions with cruise lines and hear some of the same challenges and trends we have in the vacation rental industry exists for them. Trends like higher booking values for travelers. Did you know cruise travelers have to make 20 different decisions before they can book a cruise? Does that sound familiar? What port, what ship, what time of year, what location? And you Who's can translate go them. with us. Right, the vacation rental what in. Okay. Where do we want? Right. Where do we want to stay? How big of a place? How close to the resort? Whatever. So it was really interesting. And they also talked about using images more than words to deliver simplicity to the guest. So I had the opportunity to speak to some of the top executives at Expedia Brands. Matt Sarter was one of those folks. Some of you may know him. He is the Senior Director of Partner Success. He's the guy that's in charge of your account reps, the people you talk to when there's a problem with your listing or you want to change something. So I asked him about what vacation rental managers should be thinking about when it comes to providing listings across all of the platforms and not just Verbo, how to be successful with those other brands in the vacation rental business. In the future state, there will be, we have supply and partner success responsibility is to help you to optimize that supply wherever it shows up. You will notice today that it shows up differently on Expedia than it does on Verbo. I am biased towards Verbo. But I think there will be a time when I will be less biased. It will just be, I'm trying to do a bunch of different things. And in this construct, VR is a great option for me. And it's presented to me in a way that I'm used to it being presented anywhere instead of differently. For the partner, the rules are always the same. It's merchandising. Be good with your inventory. Show the best pictures first. If you're selling a ski location, don't show it in the summer. You know, normal things. That will always be true. And I say to my team a lot, like there's still so much low hanging fruit about how we market our good supply and how to get better at it. And the way merchandising works, I think we all know, is it's constantly evolving. I don't know if you remember this, but there was a time when we used to put a lot of emojis in the titles, right? (laughs) It worked for a while and then it stops working. And so we just are constantly working with you (laughs) to understand what's the best way to sell to a traveler today. And that just is always changing. That was Matt Sarter. So merchandising, it's interesting. I've never used that word in our industry, right? Merchandising. And it is so true that we try certain things and they work for a while and then they're passe and it always will be changing. Everything we're learning will be different in five years. Did you ever use emojis and little signs in the description? Not 
enough to be embarrassed about it. Did you? <laughs> I think we did. Yes. <laughs> hey, um, Andrew McConnell, listen up. <laughs> His posts all have emojis. <laughs> Love you, Andrew. It'll be a thing of the past and the future. Oh, wow. Hey, something else, a word that I heard that I'd never heard before. You're talking about merchandising being a new word. How about the word host? I heard the word host being used consistently from the podium in talking about accepting guests into your property, whether you're a hotel or cruise or whatever. And I did ask one of our close friends, and he said, no, that's not a mistake. We understand what our friends are doing with the letters in their name. And yes, we're going to start calling you hosts. Yeah. So way to go, Airbnb. Even your competitors are adopting that name. Although we still never use that word. Do you use that word, Tim? No, I do not. No. I mean, I guess we say we're happy to host you like we always have said. And I talked to our folks about making sure everyone knows these folks are guests that come. So I guess that's an olive branch to the host, but no, I don't consider myself a host. I've always liked hostess with the mostess. That was way before Airbnb. (laughs) Okay. So we have a lot to talk about. And I understand there's a lot, some main points Expedia rolled out about their future business that will affect us. I think there's some really good news. And there's some news our listeners need to be very vigilant about. I thought we could maybe talk through the main takeaways I got from the conference, Sarah. And I had the opportunity to ask some questions of three of the top executives at Expedia. We already heard from one. I recorded the conversation. So I boiled it down to really six big takeaways, though. In my role as press, I got to speak to some folks we wouldn't speak to on a daily basis. And so before we get into the content of takeaways, let's hear from Tim Rosilio. He's the vice president of Vacation Rental Partner Success. He works closely with our friend Jeff Hurst. And I asked him about the decision to include vacation rental managers for the first time ever at the conference. Tim, we were talking about the ecosystem of this conference and how cool it was for you to invite us vacation rental managers to this. That was purposeful. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think the idea was we've had ResFest for years and ResFest was a great vacation rental conference really under the construct of Verbo being the brand that's providing the vast, vast majority of the vacation rental bookings within the EG ecosystem. When really, if we think about all of the technology convergence that we're doing, we're really hopeful that we're still going to deliver all those bookings on Verbo. But in addition, we're going to be opening up other points of sale like Brand Expedia, Orbitz, Travelocity, Hotels.com. And that's only going to be more incremental demand for all of our property managers and hopefully maybe even like open up some new destinations that haven't historically been vacation rental destinations. In addition, what's been really cool is we've seen people that are Uh, industry veterans in vacation rentals, and they're sitting at lunch with somebody that maybe they're in the cruise industry or they're in the car rental industry, and they're having a conversation about how to please the traveler more because that's all they're trying to do. We're all in the hospitality industry. So it's been interesting to see people connect those dots. Well, I did that today. I think I told you I went to a cruise session. I went to an airline session. They're talking about the same stuff we're talking about. It's just so interesting comparing notes. And I I really appreciate you gave us this platform to do that. We can do this again, I hope. Oh, I think this is the new the new way that uh, Explore is going to work. So we hope to have you next year. Did you see how Tim kind of invited himself back right there? <laughs> Just ever so slightly. What's he going to say? You can't come back. The others yeah. can. 
I mean, it makes sense. Why have we never really talked to the airlines and the car rental people? It's all the same guests. We're just servicing them with different products and a different part of their vacation. So maybe this is a good uh, hint to VRMA to invite some of those different industries to speak to us since they've been around a heck of a lot longer, or at least they've been bigger, a bigger sector than us for a heck of a lot longer. Great to learn from each other. Ready to get in those takeaways now that I was telling you about? Yeah. And also, does Tim Rosolio sound exactly like Jeff Hurst or what? They do work together. Are you sure that was him? <laughs> yes, I was there. <laughs> okay. Okay. So getting into those takeaways, Sarah, number one takeaway I got was Expedia is trying to make themselves the trusted marketplace. I kept hearing that word. I kept hearing a couple of words. That was uh, one of them. The other phrase I kept hearing was relentlessly innovating. When you hear the word trusted marketplace, you're like, were they untrustworthy? I think what they're getting at is they don't want to be the place you go in order to just get a low price. They want the Expedia brand to be your choice, kind of the center that you go to for the whole travel experience. Got it. I like relentlessly innovating. I feel like that's all I ever did at our company. And relentless sounds like a nag. And that's what I was. But then innovating makes it sound really positive. That's a good motto for all of us at our companies. What else? Well, they have, of course, loads of information. That's the thing that struck me most. How many thousands of data points they have. They have all kinds of information on their customers. And what I kept hearing was lowest price was not the number one thing for travelers. What I kept hearing is that price ranked third in customer preference behind one of your favorites, refund policies and clean properties. That's also a favorite. This is something I've been thinking about as I get e-blasts from all these different companies. I've signed up for a lot of vacation rental e-blasts just to see what everyone else does. I'm a little into the e-blast world. And so many e-blasts lead with 20% off, third night free, price, price, price. Be careful on that. That's not necessarily what your target market's looking for. And the biggest takeaway I had from this whole thing is you better be thinking down the road because you can't compete with Expedia if they decide they want to get this stuff done. You better Mm -hmm. figure out how to ride with the tide, so to speak, as we say here at the beach. So So what else, Tim? Number two item I thought was an interesting takeaway and something that they really have embraced is trip boards. Now, this isn't new to Verbo. They've had this, but Expedia is building this into all of their sites now. We've seen this even on some vacation rental sites in the last few months, a place where you can have an interactive conversation with the other folks going on a trip with you. You select a property. You send a message to the others in your property, in your group about the property. They comment on the property. They give it a thumbs up. They say, what about this property? They put activities they want to do on the board. It makes the website central to the planning process. It's really a cool idea. I think they saved us some money doing this, but some of the things we'll talk about today will take a while to work their way to us on a daily basis. But this is one I think we're going to see sooner or later because it works really well for vacation rentals. This reminds me of the latest fad in the last, I don't know, 15 years to have a website when you get married and all the things about the wedding are on there, all the wedding planning, all that. This is similar to that. It's pretty ingenious. And I think also, Tim, you see a lot of large groups travel. This would be helpful because that is a big effort for one person to put together a trip for 20. Yeah. 
always have uh, empathy for that one person that was responsible. Yeah. And you know, Aunt Sadie comes and says, I can't believe this is what you selected. My bathroom is not is not connected to my bedroom. Tell us number three. Okay, smart shopping is next. So this allows you to compare the amenities of two similar properties side by side for better decision making. This one's being rolled out for hotels first. It will soon be coming to flights. It's a down the road thing for vacation rentals, but it has a lot of potential to help simplify the process for people renting a vacation rental property. And the way it was put out by Expedia is it allows maybe the smaller boutique hotels to compete with the large brands. Mm. And if you think about vacation rentals, the reminder to all of us is get your amenities on there correctly. Make sure all the things about your properties are on VRBO if you're on VRBO, because otherwise you're going to miss out because you don't have it listed. Next one, price tracking and predictions. The thing that comes to mind when talking about this is a, an app that's been around for years. We talked about it before. It's called Hopper. Have you ever used that, by the way? No, I've never heard of it. Okay. <laughs> Hopper has been around for a while, and it is an app that actually they were also at the VRMA conference at the Spring Forum, and they got a lot of interest from first-time attendees. It works really well for airfare. So you put in a destination, you put in a date, and the site will monitor all of the rates for airfare or hotel, and it will tell you now is the best time to book. Could be... Two weeks from now, it could be a month now. Obviously, it is a long-term thing. So again, from Expedia's standpoint, you get these people on board months and months in advance of them going on vacation, and they tell you, today's the day. There's lots of algorithms involved here. And again, you probably won't see it in vacation rentals for a while, but can you imagine? Well, yeah. And then they'll be offering up vacation rentals once that person decides to go those dates to wherever they're going. So I see how it all plays in. And it's one more way they're forcing us to be on their platform or not forcing, encouraging because you're pressed now and you're super friendly with them. So this is one way you're encouraged to be on their platform. Exactly. What's number five, Tim? All right. I got five here, I guess. And that is the guest experience score. Now, this is the first one where you're going to be groaning. Uh-oh. Oh. Guests can be rough sometimes. And it's true. And so again, it's going to be rolled out first for hotels and down the line will come vacation rentals, but it measures more than just that person that wants to complain about the refrigerator being too noisy. Cleanliness, staff interaction, check-in experience, decor of the property. This could be a real tool for some of you out there that need help convincing that one owner that it's time to get rid of that 10-year-old couch. You know what I like about this? We've had some properties and you have some properties that or we did have properties that have been on the, the site for so long, like 10 years, 15 years, that there are 40, 50, 60 reviews, right? People can't read through that many reviews. So what happens is they only read like the last two, which is a bummer if it's not inclusive of the whole experience. So I kind of like this summary of it. And I do think they also stole this from Airbnb because Airbnb lets you rate the guest and the guest almost has an, a guest experience score. Like, what's it like to have this guest in your property? And it's a general score versus just all these reviews of that guest. I dig that. And in the broader spectrum of Expedia, again, think of a boutique hotel like the Parker compared to the Marriott down the street in Palm Springs. Right. 
I think it would work really well there. Okay, yeah. so I had the opportunity to speak to Ari Nair. He's the Senior Vice President and General Manager of Account Management at Expedia Group. And I asked him about this whole thing about transparency, I guess you'd call it. If you look at it from a construct standpoint, it is fairly straightforward. Uh, the way I would explain it is on one side, you have travelers. And the travelers, their needs, wants, and expectations are rather straightforward. It's very clear. What their expectation is, though, is that we are very upfront with them in terms of what are the service and the quality levels of the property that they're choosing so that they have an understanding of what they can expect. And then they can make a decision on the basis of what suits their needs. We, we are going to be transparent with them on our website. We're going to start it with the hotel offerings first before we go into vacation rental and then eventually into air, car, and so on. But we are going to be providing kind of guest service scores for every property, cleanliness score, comfort, and so on. And we'll get better at it over time so that the traveler really clearly knows what to expect. On the other side, you have our service providers. We have our partners. We sit on billions of data points, traveler review scores, real-time reviews, relocation, refunds, cancellation. We have all of those data at an individual property manager level. And it is our job to make sure that we are able to show all of this data to our service providers, to our partners, in a manner that is easily understandable, it is contextual, and they are able to do something about it, right? Either in some cases, they are going to need to course correct, or in some cases, they should continue to do the great job that they're doing, right? Because if travelers are saying, I love what you do, keep doing what you're doing, right? Either way, we're going to be transparent to both these communities, to both these cohorts, travelers and our suppliers. And in the middle is where the magic happens on our platform, where we, based on what the traveler says they want to do, and based on the guest review scores, we try and match the, our travelers with our best service providers. Mm -hmm. And that's the construct. And we will just get, a, get better at it over time. We also talked about one other thing in follow-up to that earlier. You travel as much or more than anybody I know. Yes. So you certainly know the struggle our listeners are dealing with in terms of help, getting the job done, and how that's going to affect this whole thing too. Does that involve the transparency aspect as well? Well, it, it, it indeed does. And one of the challenges that we are faced as a business in the industry today, it's all over, but definitely acute in travel as well, is there is a severe shortage of labor. And what that has resulted in is people have pulled back on the level of services, right? The pools are no more open all day. The spa, instead of opening you know, at 8 o'clock, it now opens at only at 10, whatever the case may be. And the struggle for us is the rates are going up at a very high rate and the service levels or the has, is, has gone down or in some cases it's been limited. So we are at a real dilemma out here. So it is going to be a challenge, but our expectation is that our providers will be very transparent with the travelers upfront in terms of what they can expect so that there are no surprises sprung up. Billions of data points. I also wrote down, Tim, needs, wants, expectations. I think we could do a whole podcast on that concept. The biggest thing I just wrote down is I got an idea from what he said. If there's a lack of staff, which there are at all these amenities of hotels, VRMs could be pushing vacation rentals as the pool is always open at a vacation uh -huh. rental. The hot tub's always open. Don't worry about low staff with vacation rentals. You are the staff of your home or something like that, right? Because it is annoying if you're staying at a hotel and you go to use the pool and they're like, well, sorry, we're short-staffed. It's not open yeah. on Tuesdays. Or there's no room service or housekeeping on demand. 
Yeah. Room service is always available at vacation rentals. Just ask your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Mom! Well, Ari was a really cool guy. He he didn't exactly go with me on the staffing shortages that may impact the guest experience, but I think I heard that Expedia is moving forward with this guest experience rating. So last one on the takeaways, Sarah, probably the worst news for many of our listeners. And that is one key. That's what they're calling a program. It's a new loyalty rewards program that Expedia is rolling out across all of their platforms. And this is one of the ones where you may not be excited because it's a loyalty program for Expedia, not you. And so you will have to make that much more of an effort to ensure that your guests remember you and book direct with you because now they have the opportunity to burn points by going back to Verbo. Verbo's never had a loyalty program before. So I am very interested in hearing how this process is going to go. I mean, I also have to say, I can't believe they took this long to do this. I mean, it makes perfect sense, unfortunately, because they know that they can, those guests can always go to Outer Banks Blue. They're going to get a better deal. They know who you are now the second time. And so how are they going to get them to come back to VRBO if they want to go to the Outer Banks again? Because they're going to give them loyalty points. And it'll probably outweigh or equal that traveler fee that they charge. So this is not surprising, but it is a bummer. We're aware at least now. Yes. All, All of our listeners on the cutting edge. You didn't hear this anywhere else, folks. Because we are press. We're reporters hot <laughs> on the right. scene. <laughs> Can you post a picture of my press pass on Facebook? Yes. Yes. I need a picture. You. Okay. <laughs> it was pretty sweet. I'll tell you. At the press room, got to rub elbows with the real journalists. They had food there the whole time. All I had to do was ask for something. They'd go and get it. It's pretty sweet. I don't even know if I'm worthy of you. I mean, let me know. Maybe it'll just be the tea show. Uh, Just kidding. I'm still here. Uh, Well, it sounds like you had an incredible time and learned many great takeaways that we were able to share with our listeners. So thanks for listening, everybody. And I hope you hear what Tim's saying that, you know, we have to react to these things. We can't ignore it. Be relentless in your innovation. Relentless. So long, everybody. All right. And thanks so much to Expedia for making Tim feel super special. And yes, I would probably go next year if you invite me. (laughs) Good to know. It was a first class. They did a great job. Take care. Hey, see you next time.